Good morning on the deck listeners. It is Tuesday. We made it to another day. So thank God and I am elated. I am feeling a little bit under the weather, but nothing is going to stop me from talking. I hope when this reaches the ears of you all, it will add some type of benefit to your day, to your life. Please continue to check out my podcast. It is on the deck with Moya. I am going to talk about today sufficient grace. And sufficient grace came to me in the wee hours of this morning, um, laying down and just thinking because I had just recently had a conversation and it just provoked my thought. And it was in the time of morning that I would typically get up and pray. So... We're going to talk about sufficient grace, right? And for for what is what is worse than feeling like you don't have enough? Huh? What is worse? Feeling like you don't have the feeling uh, like you don't have enough is feeling like you are not enough. And I'm sure there are many of us today listening at the sound of my at the at the sound of my voice that have experienced some feeling of inadequacy, some feeling of not belonging, and yes, that really deep-seated feeling of not being enough, not enough for yourself, not enough for other people, just not enough, you know, falling short. So it's, it's, it's one of those things, right? So we're going to explore it today. Have you ever gone through life with <clears throat> this this nagging sense, that, that nagging sense of in- inadequacy, um, fearing that somehow you're being weighed on a scale and you have been found not enough? You're not enough. You're not. You have not measured up after being weighed. We're going to look a little deeper at, at Daniel 5, verse 27, because illness, regret, habitual sins are all the responsibilities we carry around. And it, it can become reminders of all the ways we don't measure up at all. So to get a little personal, for me, chronic illness caused me to feel inadequate for most of my life. I would say I realized the feeling of inadequacy when I was about 18. Um, I had I, I had to budget the energy I had. I had to be cautious of where I am. I have to be very conscious of the environment. I have to be conscious of the season, actually. And being limited frustrated me because I would like to have more time to do activities, more time to be with my friends and enjoy the people around me, enjoy the people that I love. But for years, I was plagued with that inadequate feeling, that feeling of not enough. And it followed me into relationships. How many of you have had that experience where in your mind you are so in love with this person or <clears throat> and you want to be with them but somehow you feel to yourself that you're not enough for them and you're not enough for you 
and it it actually causes an imbalance in your relationship right but god continued to be gracious to me so much so that i'm able to thank god thank god for my rheumatism my heart condition that i had the very thing that saps my energy the very thing that used to used to scare me right second corinthians 12 7 the thing that i didn't want to face but god said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that christ's power may rest on me that is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That's 2 Corinthians 12, 9 to 10. His grace is sufficient. And when we say his grace is sufficient, I'm going to say it another way. Sufficient grace means enough grace. He gives you enough to live he gives you just enough to live because god supplies us with as much grace as we need for every situation we face be it bad marriages or or strained marriages let's say that um contentious workplace disconnect with family members illnesses financial needs Whatever it is that we're facing at that given time, he gives us enough grace for us to face it. Grace for, for, for facing those illnesses that you, you, you think you would never be able to get through. Grace to give you the courage to speak up about some injustice or something that you see that is wrong, that you felt like you, were, you didn't have enough in you to speak up grace for our lack of wisdom or the lack of social skills right grace for dealing with the rebellious children or even our aging parents we need grace for every single aspect of our lives whatever we need we can rest in the knowledge that god's grace is sufficient for everything we are lacking everything that we are lacking not just some things everything that only works with a very strong, connected, intertwined relationship with God. And I love to stress that because I did not understand grace and mercy until I found my way back to him. So my journey has been long and tedious, but I will talk about it, right? In some of these verses, they go much further to the point of almost sounding absurd. Like for Paul said that his weaknesses actually made him glad and he delights in hardship, insults, persecution, bring him joy. That's Paul speaking. How can this be true? That's the question I asked when I read it, right? Paul had learned the only way to experience God's power was through his weaknesses. I have discovered the same thing. Because in a time of your weakness, most people will tell you that you don't focus on God. But it's not true. It is actually when you're weakest is when you focus on God. And it is when you are happy and content that most people forgot that God even helped them to get to where they were. During a season when pain kept me in bed last year, like my rheumatism kicked in and I was stiff as a board. 
I couldn't get out of my bed. I could not move. I could not do anything on my own. And the only people I could rely on were my two daughters, my then 11-year-old and my then 18-year-old daughter. But God lets me go ahead and try. But I don't experience God's transformational power in my life until I admitted my inability to not be able to do things. I had to admit that. And so I managed to answer kindly whenever people offered me suggestion um, to assist in my ailment, like the type of foods I eat, the type of exercise that I do. But I couldn't stop feeling angry inside because why am I feeling so inadequate? And I started to pray. I went back to what I knew. I started asking God to change me and to remove the anger that was in me and replace it with his love and his grace so that I'm able to deal with the things that come my way. And that's why I can that's why I can do it right now. I can thank God for all my ailments, my trials, my tribulations, my shortcomings, my weaknesses, because God's power has been displayed in me and through me because I'm talking right now. I'm, I'm speaking right now. So where are we deficient? Where is the deficiency? And it kind of seemed harsh to ask that question because no one wants to be inefficient. Yet we all are in, um, deficient in something. You know, like me, you need to seek humility as your first step. Acknowledge the God unto yourself, you know, what you're lacking. Seek forgiveness for being self-sufficient and begin to trust God's power rather than on in your own. I had this really bad habit of telling people that the, the, the one of the one of the things that you have to learn as a human being is to become self-sufficient. <clears throat> and self-sufficiency actually removes God from the equation because self-sufficiency means you're depending on you to get you through every single day. And that's not how it works because there's no day that comes that you get through by yourself without God intervention. There's no way. So we had to we have to learn to get out of that mindset of self-sufficiency, seek humility, and allow God's power to work in you than <clears throat> trying to do this on your own. Trust in his process. You know, maybe your deficiency stares you in the face every time you look in the mirror and think about the past, your past. And in that case, you need to believe that God, God's grace is sufficient even for you. Whether, you. whether you're a sinner or a converted believer, it doesn't matter. As in 1 Timothy 1.16, Paul called himself the worst of sinners. And if God can forgive and change Paul into a completely different person, God can forgive and change you as he has forgiven and changed me. So, you know, unbelievably in, 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 God, in God's environment, the more grace you need, the more grace you get. That means sufficient grace is actually super abundant, never-ending, inexhaustible grace. It's there for you. It's there for you to have. And when you surrender to God and ask him to work your inadequacies, he, he reveals his power to the world. So, like Paul, we can choose to delight in weakness. Where, where do you need God's grace in your life and circumstances? Where? 
Well, I say thank him for the opportunity to experience his sufficiency. Trust God to provide the strength and joy that you do need. It is it is the best thing for you to do because we all fall short sometimes of grace because we are not connected. We are not working on that spiritual connection that we need to continue to be supplied. It's like the electricity in your house is connected to a, a power source outside of your house. And if it's not, if your house is not properly connected to that power source, the energy you receive will be insufficient. So we have to make sure that we're connected spiritually to God to continue to receive his grace sufficiently. And yes, there are plenty of people who will question um, God's work. And I say, maintain your faith. Continue to work on the relationship. I think I probably repeat this every podcast I do. Trust God's process. Work on the relationship with him. Build your prayer muscle. Understand that the way you communicate with God is through prayer. You have to go to him, worship him in spirit, and worship him in truth. God's grace is good enough for you. God's grace is sufficient. And I close. You're wonderful and you're beautiful and nothing about your life is a mistake. Have a great day.